a melanated mom, working hard as can be. I show up for my children while showing up for me. I'm a melanated, melanated, melanated mom. Hey, mamas. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast, where we raise creative, innovative, and independent thinkers. But in the process, we don't forget about ourselves. We remember how important our dreams and our visions are, and we go after them with everything in us. So, you guys, this is the week that we lost Kobe Bryant. I had a lot of stuff that I could have edited and put out here for this week, but nothing seems quite right. Nothing in the world seems quite right right now. Um, People die every day. We lose people on earth every day. I think um, because he was such a huge, I mean, like larger than life type person, because he did so many great things for so many different people, because he was such an encourager, because I am exploring this new idea of dying empty, of leaving nothing behind, of giving everything you have in this life, because we can't speak from the grave. I thought it was important for me to just talk about some other stuff, not really re, re, um, to dive into any of the stuff that I already had going on. It just didn't seem fitting for today. So I just want to talk about this concept of dying empty. I've been thinking so much about this, I would say over the last few months. I went to a conference not too long ago, Ladies Night Out. Shout out to Sister Vanika Lewis and her Ladies Night Out crew who always put on such a great event. They gave out an award to, I think her name is Lakeithia Long, Dr. Lakeithia Long, if I'm not mistaken. And when she got up to receive the award, she spoke to the concept of dying empty. And I've been thinking so much about that. And so when she got up and talked about it even more, it was so much confirmation for me that not making it a part of everyone's journey, but definitely making it a part of my journey. Like, why am I here? What am I supposed to give to the world? And how can I make sure that I make all the deposits necessary so that when I leave here, there's nothing else that I should have done? Because God knows the day that he's going to take me to glory and then I'm going to be with him. And so all the things that he's dropping in my spirit right now have to be done in the right now. There'll be no way for me to rewind that and give it back to people when I'm no longer here. So about six months to a year ago now, I'm so bad with keeping time um, records of things. I started writing letters to my daughter, not letters per se, just things that I wanted her to know. So they're like little quotes. Um, it could be a quote um, from something as simple as, you know, how you might feel if you put on red lipstick to something as complex as what you may feel um, from heartbreak or at the death of a parent or death of a loved one. So just little tidbits of information that I wanted her to know. I wrote this totally out of a morbid place, guys. I am an older, more mature parent, so I think about some of the things that I may not be here to say to her 
that she may need on her wedding day. Like maybe I won't be around. And they could be for anybody. I mean, look at Kobe Bryant. He died at 41. Um, so since I was thinking about not being here, I wanted to leave something behind for her to read so she would know how I felt on that day um, when I got married or felt on a day that I may have done something significant or lost somebody really important to me. So this is the reason that I started writing them. But as I dived into writing more and more of the letters, it just made me realize how much I want to leave on the table, how much I want to tell my children, how much I want to speak into the lives of others, how much I want to leave no stone unturned because why? <laughs> why would I want to leave a stone unturned? Why would I want to keep something that um, may encourage somebody else to greatness to myself when I can give it to them while I'm here? So in light of what has just happened, I think it's even more important that it's resonating with me even more because I know that um, we all need to be honest here. We get in our feelings. Like, I ain't gonna lie. People get on my nerves. Like, for real, for real. So it's like, I um, decide that at this moment, I'm not trying to be bothered. Like, let me draw back a little bit. Let me concentrate on the things that are important to me. Let me concentrate um, inward a little bit, which is not a bad thing. You know, we can't always be concentrating on other people. But to do it out of selfishness or out of spite, when you know that there's something that you need to deposit in somebody's life is doing you a real disservice because you're blocking your blessings and it's doing a disservice to the other person because why wouldn't you want to give somebody that is in your life what you have for them? I don't just keep people around just to be keeping people around. So people who are in my life are important to me. They mean something to me they still get on my nerves. So I might just have periods where I'm not like super involved or super invested in somebody. But if something has dropped in my spirit, whether or not I'm feeling, because I'm not trying to base this thing on feelings. So whether or not I'm feeling like giving it to them, what have you been called to do? Have you been called to give them that thing? Because if you've been called to it, you better get busy regardless of how you feel we we're not moved by what we feel we should not be moved by what we feel so just looking at what recently happened i want to be more inclined to stop concentrating on a feeling because you feel like somebody is not giving you back what you think that they should give you um it's something that i really struggle with you know i go back and forth with a lot because I do do so much. I think that when you are a person that gives a lot or a person that encourages a lot, it's just in me. Like it's something that I'm never going to be able to stop because it's who God made me. But sometimes you just get worn down. Like you feel like um, there's no reciprocity in it. And sometimes it just can't be about reciprocity. It's not, it's not necessarily about that for me because it is what was placed in me to do in the first place. It's just part of my character. It's a trait that God has given to me and I need to just go into it full force no matter how I'm feeling. So like I said, in light of what has recently happened, I don't want to hold anything back from anybody. Um, I don't want to be distracted. I want to be more intentional. That was part of my goal for 2020 
anyway is to be intentional, to be in the place that I am at that moment and not to be so pulled in every different direction because there is so much going on. I mean, I know that people have been saying for years that 24 hours is not enough time in the day. I feel like just being flooded by so much information from media in general, when there's so much to do, so many places to be, 24 hours is just like a drop in the hat. Like, I feel like I can never accomplish all the things in a day that I really set out to accomplish. So with that being said, I want to make the most of the times that I'm feeding into other people, being intentional about paying attention to the people around me that I care for. Because, hey, there could be a plane crash for me. There could be something that takes me out of here. So I don't want to be in a position where I haven't done that or somebody else could get taken out. And then how awful would I feel if I had not deposited that into their lives? I think what made me even more um, inclined to look at Kobe Bryant for who he was, was the last tweet that he sent to LeBron James. He, in essence was congratulating him for surpassing his greatness. This is who that man was to me, is that he was always looking to lift and build somebody else up. Don't you want to be that person? I feel like that's like the best person in the world. You just want to be the person that lifts and encourages other people. And sometimes you might not get that back from from those certain people. I mean, God definitely is going to deposit into your life. And I do have a few friends that are definitely depositors. So um, I'm not going to say you're never going to get it from anybody, but you might not get it from the people that you give it to. But that's okay. Like we have to learn how to be okay with that. We have to learn how to walk in what we walk in because it's what we're called to do, not because we feel like we want to do it or not. So I feel like I said that a couple times, that might be kind of a ramble. Maybe I'm just trying to drive that point home. But this week, I just could not release something that I had stored up in the bank. It just wouldn't have served justice for me. I really wanted to honor who Kobe Bryant was and how I felt about him. I am not a basketball fan. I'm not a sports fan in general. But what this man gave to the world to me superseded sports. And I wanted to honor that. Um, And I think we just need to be better about that in our daily lives. I saw somebody on Facebook post about how, you know, people in our lives will die and we won't be as invested or a friend will have somebody die and we won't be as invested in that. So Yes, Kobe Bryant was big, but be invested every day in the little things. And that's where the whole being intentional comes in at. And that's where dying empty comes in at. Be invested in people's lives, even when they aren't Kobe Bryant's. Make your friends feel feel special and appreciated and loved and adored if somebody in their own personal circle passes away. So I don't really have like a ton of stuff to say today, but I felt like I would be remiss not to come on and honor 
somebody who meant so much to so many people. And not to say to you that this is your chance to live greatly and die empty. I really want you to focus on what it is that God has sent you here to do, who he has sent you here to speak to, and go forward and do that. And don't live another day not doing that, not filling up your time with the most precious things that we can, because we deserve to give that to ourselves. At the end of my life, if I happen to not die a tragic death and I am praying to God that I am living into the ripe old age, I'm speaking that into existence. I'm declaring and decreeing that I'm going to be around for a long time. So when I'm sitting here in my rocking chair, I'm sitting here and I'm reminiscing about what I did, I want to have the feeling of dying empty. And because I care about you, I want you to have the feeling of dying empty too. I hope this has helped somebody. I hope it blesses somebody. I am praying for all the families that were affected by this recent tragedy. And I hope that you have a good week and I will talk to you soon. Take care, everyone. Hey, mamas. Okay, so which one of you are ready to start a podcast? Don't raise your hand because I can't see you, but I can tell you some of the amazing things that Anchor has to offer you in terms of making a podcast. First of all, Anchor is the easiest way that you could ever record your podcast. It's free. They have tons of creation tools for you to use right from your phone or your computer. They will also help you distribute your podcast so you have to do no extra legwork and it can be heard on places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. So if you're ready to get started, go download the Anchor app for free at anchor.fm. And guess what? I can't wait to hear your podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. Let's stay connected. Read my blogs over at melanatedmom.com. Stay connected with me on Facebook at melanated-mom, on IG at melanatedmompodcast, and my new Twitter account at melanatedmom1. Talk to you soon.